Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the Matchnet podcast. Today is a special episode because um, after the episode that we did with Andrea Kuhn about blessing the solution, I was reached out by a really important person in our movement, Teresa Kittle, who actually has so much experience helping many wives to solve all their problems with their husband and and actually be happy. So I'm very excited uh, to have this conversation with her, What, based on what, what they're the tips that they do. But first of all, uh, Teresa, could you please um, introduce yourself, share a little bit for the audience who doesn't know you, where you are, what are you doing, and who you are? Good evening, Karina. Thank you. Um, yes, I am presently in the Philippines in Quezon City, Manila. And uh, my husband is the 21 chairman of Asia Pacific. So we have been here for four years in Manila, but actually we have been missionaries in Asia Pacific uh, since my husband since 1975 and I joined him in 1985. So with some, some interruption because we couldn't have children. Uh, for seven years, we tried until we conceived our first daughter. For, for that, we actually went back to the, to America for some years. But then my husband was again asked to be missionary in India and uh, Nepal and Thailand. But now we are in Philippines. So, oh, wow. uh, yes, our life has been a missionary life. <laughs> which I wanted to have when I was young. That was my desire to be a missionary. So it is all working out very well for us. Oh, beautiful. And um, tell me a little bit, what was, what is this, that your intention of sharing this information and this podcast and how, how all this came up for you? Yes. Uh, so I want to share about the book called The Empowered Wife by Laura Doyle. And uh, I found this book uh, in the uh, shelf of my spiritual granddaughter. One day in New York, I was visiting and just reading one page, this really spoke to me. I felt I could relate to it. And uh, at that time, we were living in Nepal and uh, I experienced my husband giving me silence treatment sometimes. <laughs> Uh, and even for two weeks, and uh, it was uh, difficult. And at one point, he even said, I don't know anymore what to do. And uh, I also did not know what to do. But I always was reading things, how to improve the marriage. And uh, so when I came up on, the, about, uh, on this book, and I found this book, I thought, oh, this is good. I want to read that. And uh, then we moved to Thailand and actually had quite a lot of time there because people don't speak English in Thailand. And that's where I studied the book. And uh, it says in the book, it's good to uh, share this with other women, like to have a home group and uh, study it together. But in Thailand, it was difficult to do because of the language barrier. But soon after that, we were asked to move to Philippines. And in Philippines, everybody speaks English. 
So right away, I started uh, to invite sisters from the headquarters to our studio. And uh, we started to study the book together. And uh, yeah, in the meantime already, the relationship with my husband had improved a lot. I don't experience silence treatment anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he is can easily control his anger now. Uh, he, he wants to be happy. And uh, our relationship really has become very harmonious and uh, very peaceful and playful. And I, I give credit to the six intimacy skills that Laura Doyle is teaching in this book, The Empowered Wife. Oh, wow. So it sounds like it's not a book only for to change yourself, but it seems like it changed the husband too. <laughs> Actually, uh, I was the first one to practice, but automatically the husband also uh, wants to follow. And uh, if I, if I'm not controlling, if I'm respectful, if I don't criticize my husband, if I don't interrupt him and uh, not nag him, then his response is much better than mm-hmm. if I'm critical and. Uh, uh, don't accept him the way he is. If I want to change him, it's not, it doesn't have uh, a good effect on the on the marriage relationship. So, yeah, uh, I can uh, talk a little bit about the six skills. Yes, uh, please. Yeah. So the first skill is self care, especially when we are struggling with a problem. The best thing is to take time to care for ourselves rather than uh, focusing on the husband. (laughs) Uh, So I have a list of uh, 20 things, actually more than that, that make me happy, like eating out, taking a walk, swimming, writing down seven things that I'm grateful for every day in a gratitude journal, doing hundoke, journaling, going to the hairdresser, uh, listening to certain podcasts, also cooking makes me happy, playing with my grandchildren, uh, getting a facial, going to a movie, take, uh, taking a foot bath, praying, having coffee or tea with a friend. Uh, also to exercise. I like Donna Eden's energy exercises. And uh, also reading a book or singing and uh, taking a nap. Uh, just greeting strangers on the street and witnessing to them, uh, looking at videos of our grandchildren or pictures, watching a sunset, and and also attending Empowered Wives meeting or playing board games. These are some things on my self-care list, and it's good to do at least three of these uh, items every day to feel really good. So if I'm feeling grumpy, then it means I didn't do enough (laughs) self-care. But if I'm feeling good, then it means I I did enough self-care. When I'm tempted to complain, uh, I realize now from learning those uh, skills that there is a desire behind the complaint. And I need to find out what is that desire. And uh, if I know what is my desire behind the complaint, I can find many ways 
to address this and then fulfill this desire uh, and uh, no need to complain about anything. <laughs> so, yeah, that is one uh, thing that I realized. And then the next skill is uh, to restore respect. I didn't really know what it means to be respectful before I studied these skills. Uh, so even if my husband says something and I don't agree with him, uh, to respect means to still honor his uh, desire and what he, he says. Not to roll my eyes. Rolling my eyes would be disrespectful. Uh, and also, uh, I learned to listen without giving suggestions or tips, but just to uh, say, I hear you. Uh, so that uh, I, it doesn't mean I agree, <laughs> but I, I, I hear what you say and I'm respectful in listening to him. And I don't dismiss what he says and don't express any criticism. It's really, I became very serious not to criticize him, even if he deserves it. <laughs> uh, I will not express any criticism. Uh, and I will just trust him that he has my best interest in mind and uh, that he knows already and that I don't have to have things my way. Uh, he already uh, knows well uh, how to do, do everything for our best interest. So I'm not trying to teach him and uh, not try. I don't correct him also. Uh, for example, if my husband, he likes to eat a lot of garlic uh, and that ma it makes his body smell, but I will not complain at all. I will not say anything, even if I think, oh, tomorrow he has a meeting and he will meet many people and they will also smell it. But still, I, I will not say anything because this is not my responsibility and I feel it's not on my side of the street it's his responsibility to to take care of himself so uh, and uh, it works very nicely for us for me not to be critical and actually I realized at that time when our when I had a lot of silence treatment that my husband uh, he always does a lot of writing uh, and uh, he always asked me to do proofreading for him and so I did, but actually proofreading is being, is criticizing him, is telling him what kind of mistakes he made. So I didn't realize that, that this was actually undermining our relationship. So I, now I'm not doing any more proofreading for him. He does everything by himself automatically on the computer and uh, it preserves our, our intimacy. Yeah. And, uh, also, I don't make fun of him because he does things the way a man does things, not the way I do things. I, I realize it helps me improve myself also. My husband actually has many good ideas. And uh, I, I had to watch myself carefully not to tell my husband what to do. That is also disrespectful. And uh, I feel now I, I have come to a point where I can do that. 
But the reason is because I'm always reading this book still. And also I started many groups with sisters where we've studied a book together and then share our experiences together. And that always refreshes uh, the skills. And then also once a week, I listen to the podcast of Laura Doyle. Every week she interviews a lady who was successful in changing her relationship from being miserable to happy. And uh, yeah, actually these podcasts are available on YouTube. There are over 100 women that she interviewed and uh, uh, with different problems. And uh, yeah, basically the, the goal of Laura Doyle is to end world divorce. And uh, it really uh, has helped many sisters that I studied with. Luckily here in the Philippines, uh, the Blessed Family Department director also studied with me the skills and uh, she got all the regional coordinators to also join. And then some of them were very inspired by it. And then one sister started an international group with especially sisters from who live in Japan. So like Filipino sisters who live in Japan. But in the meantime, Filipino sisters from Canada, from Austria, from all different parts of the world have joined this group also. And then just recently, I started a group with young couples, young wives uh, that just started uh, their marriage relationship, their family relationship. And that is also very nice. It's from all over the world. <laughs> uh, and actually with sisters that I know from uh, here in the Philippines, but now they are spread all over. And But we get together and we, we share uh, about our lives and it's very exciting because many of them got pregnant in the meantime and have already children so this is really uh very nice yeah so this was skill number two about restoring respect uh, and then skill number three is to relinquish control uh, for many times we do things because we are afraid that it's not gonna be the outcome that we want uh, and we think we have the only good way. But actually, uh, yeah, I learned to trust my husband and uh, uh, let him do things he, he likes to do it. Uh, and uh, yeah, many times my fear really was not realistic. It's a good question to ask myself, is my fear realistic? Can I actually control the situation? Like... My husband has put on some weight lately after COVID, <laughs> but I will not say anything. Uh, I just let him take care because I think actually he wouldn't follow me anyway, and it would just strain our relationship. And I came to the conclusion that it is better to have a close relationship than insisting on being right. So I'm not insisting on being right anymore. Uh, and uh, yeah. Also, uh, I really learned to appreciate my husband, actually. But by, by, by having uh, uh, experience talking to many sisters, like I know one couple who is diff having difficulty having children. And then I realized my husband and I, we struggled for seven years to, to conceive our first daughter. And uh, my husband was always patient. He never complained about the medical expenses. 
he never even thought about leaving me for another wife. Mm. He always was was totally 100% supportive. So, yeah, I'm coming to appreciate him more and more and uh, trusting him completely. And, yeah, so if I'm not controlling, uh, my husband actually is very close and uh, feels like a hero. He feels like he can please me. And, uh, yeah, I want to... uh, avoid distant and if I am telling him what to do he feels defensive so that I I I learned to avoid with these skills yeah and uh, also uh, it's good to uh, say I can't if I feel uh, I cannot do it joyfully whatever uh, he's asking what I should do. So it's good to uh, receive help. Actually, as a woman, this is skill number four. Uh, Our nature is to receive. Like we receive the seed of a child and we we bury it it in the womb and then give birth. Uh, So the skill number four is called receive, receive, receive. Receive any compliment, receive any help, receive any present, and also any apology graciously. So lately I learned to, when my husband apologizes for something, to say, oh, uh, I'm really grateful that you are so caring and uh, that you apologized. And I, I thank him. Then the next skill, number five, uh, is to reveal our heart with vulnerability. So instead of saying, you hurt my feelings, I feel the best thing is to say, ouch, (laughs) and then nothing else. And he knows what he did. Like recently, uh, he asked one sister to help me with the computer to uh, do the Skype well, because we, he bought Skype and I needed to learn how to use our own Skype. And uh, he said to the sister that I'm very bad on the co- computer with computer skills. <laughs> so the right thing for me at this time was to say, ouch, because he he hurt my feelings with what he said. Uh, but I don't think always right away of saying that so, but anyway, even realizing afterwards, uh, I should have said, ouch, it's already an improvement. <laughs> and uh, next time I will say, ouch, or even my husband, uh, yeah, hurt. sometimes we hurt each other because we live close together, just like children hurt each other in the sandbox <laughs> because they're just so close to each other. Everybody can get hurt sometimes. So, uh, yeah, I want to always keep in mind, I can say, ouch, and then not anything else. So. It is my nature not to start an argument or also not to respond to an argument, to just be quiet. So that has been actually very good for our relationship. We didn't have many arguments because I'm just not the one who will argue. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But with the intimacy skills, our relationship became more intimate and uh, also... uh, some, I love my, my husband to hold my hand 
And then if he does not do it, I say, I miss holding your hand. And then right away, he will do it. Also, if I'm scared, right away, if I, he knows, and he will right away protect me. To express a lot of gratitude to my husband, that is skill number six. Give three gratitudes to my husband a day. It's extremely good for our relationship. Uh, he feels like he's my hero. <laughs> and uh, yeah. This is kind of an overview of the intimacy mm. skills, but there are many good examples in the book. It's really worth it to read it. And I learned it also from the ladies who talk in the podcasts because how they practice the skill is always helps me uh, to review. And there's always a way to get deeper in understanding and how to practice the skills. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing those skills with us. Um, I my mind is like in all the scenarios oh I did that wrong or <laughs> that's my problem uh, I, I have so many notes that I took uh, and if you if you're listening I really recommend having a pen and a note and write a little bit of, of this but uh, it's kind of interesting because I feel like yeah a woman we tend to control and we we tend to kind of try to teach them so my husband has a really hard time when i try to teach him or correct him right yeah and it's so interesting because a lot of time that we fight uh it there's something or either by the style that how he's fighting or how he's saying things or what he's saying that in my mind is that, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. You're doing this wrong, you're doing this wrong. So by the end, I'm like correct, telling him that he needs to change or these are the things that you need to change. And he gets even more upset. Yes. <laughs> and he feels like I... uh Oh, one of the, the 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 critics I I receive from him a lot is like, you don't give me a break, right? Um, like, oh, you don't give me a break. Everything is like I do. I need to be perfect, right? Uh, and ah, so hard. <laughs> and I think it's so hard because of all this point, right? Like, uh, first of all, we need self care or learn yes. to take care of ourselves and. Yes. If we are, and this is what we have found, that if we are full, we react less. So right. we, we don't respond. So sometimes the problem is when two people are empty, then mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard to, uh, there's no grace, right? Because none of, none of them has a space for grace. Yes. And, and yeah, at the same time, respect. Uh, it's, it's, it's a different kind of perspective, right, of respect. It's not the mm-hmm. only not saying mean words or mm-hmm. um, no, no being mean, but at the same time, I think for men, respect, it is so important and looks so yes. different, right? As a, like in my case, uh, oh, you should do this different or why you do this. You have a problem. <laughs> and first of all, I've been trying for him to go to therapy since we got married. You know? oh. <laughs> oh, you should go to therapy. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I, I go to therapy. So I was uh. like, but at some point, I mean, I'm just, I, I even don't know how to get 
him to the point. And that's it. You see in my vocabulary, how to get him. That's another yeah. controlling uh, aspect, right? Of myself, like, okay, how I can change him uh, yeah. instead of accepting him as what he is, right? Another thing to add, he's now looking for a job. And I'm like, in, in my mind, it's like, are you trying 100%? Have you tried this? Uh, how long this is going to take, you know, and there's so many fears around it. Uh, when are you going to be the provider or things like that, you know? Um, and, and yeah, I, all those things I have, I don't say them aloud very often, but sometimes with comments here and there, uh, it, it, it really makes him feel like unrespected or untrust. Right. And, yeah. and yeah, so these are, it's a little bit of my challenges. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you make me think about uh, what you just said, the example about your husband, about when you're, you're going to be the provider. Actually, you could um, use a spouse fulfilling prophecy and call mm -hmm. him Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> so, uh, and even though it's not true right now, but it will come through. Like even uh, sometimes I feel my husband is stingy actually, <laughs> but I wrote in my diary yesterday morning, I'm grateful that my husband is generous. And then we meet with this couple and he finds out that they lost uh, $1,400 that they wanted to use for their wedding. And he was willing to give them $2,000. <laughs> so uh, I feel he is so generous. So right away, <laughs> this uh, uh, my prophecy of him being generous was fulfilled right there. Oh, wow. Uh, and like you said about respect. Yeah, actually, Laura Doyle, the author of the book, The Empowered Wife, she says, respect is like oxygen for our husbands. It's so important. And I, I noticed that young wives also tend to tell their husbands a lot what, what they should do or how they should do things. And it's disrespectful and they become very defensive and they won't, don't want to help. They don't want to do anything. They only uh, uh, feel emasculated because they feel they cannot please uh, the spouse. And But if you are grateful and really appreciate them, uh, and uh, trust them that they can do things right, then they become really resourceful. And many, ma many men have become very rich since they, their wives practiced the six intimacy skills, uh, according to Laura Doyle. She, uh, she has helped thousands of women. And another thing I wanted to mention is that uh, we should apologize when we are disrespectful. And the way to apologize is to say, I apologize for being disrespectful when I said this and this. Uh, so very specific. And then not to say anything else. Not to, not to say because, because it just uh, is maybe another complaint or another criticism. And then we owe another apology. So it's best to just say only one apology. Or we can do also a blanket apology for all the times when we were disrespectful in the past. But uh, and we should be the first one to apologize. And since I apologize, also my husband apologizes uh, from time to time uh, much more easily now than ever before. Oh yeah, uh, and I imagine this the skills 
although we are talking about it today, they're really hard to apply and they're so ingrained in our habits that uh, I understand why you have groups, right? Because yes. those are the spaces to remember, remind ourselves, oh yeah, this is what I want, right? And create a vision and yes. share the, the victories and the failures, right? That's right, that's right. I want to add as well um, about the receive, receive, receive. Um, yes. I I think that we a lot in our movement we focus a lot about giving, and which is is such an important part. But yes. our original position as a woman is to receive, but we yes. don't know how to receive. Receive mm -hmm. it is not only like being there. Oh, okay, give me this. Okay, uh, and just just if someone gives you something. And you holding in their hands, in your hands, is not the only thing of receiving. There's an active effort in receiving. And there's a receiving is an action by itself, right? It's not a passive action. Um and it's actually really hard. <laughs> Especially because uh we we tend to forget about it or we tend to not give like not give, appreciate right and that's connected with the gratitude uh how how much we receive right and the importance of being good object partners yes yeah uh, i wanted to say that receiving uh any present any compliment any uh apology any uh help is the ultimate form of giving up control to be a gracious receiver oh uh, wow yeah. and uh, we should tell our husbands what we want we should not tell them what to do but we should tell them what we want so they know how to uh, make us happy and how to fulfill our desires they don't read our mind they can't read our mind just like we cannot read our husband's mind mm. so we should say what we want and uh, it is respectful to say, I want, uh, but not, we should not say why we want it, how we want it, and when we want it. We should not expect that we will get it, uh, but we still can say what we want. And even I have a list of things, like I have a list of self-care, I have also a list of things I want, and already I, I got many, many things uh, that I want, or I would love to. That is the right way of expressing to our husband what we want. And uh, my husband is very happy to fulfill my desires. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so rather than complaining, so we should find what is the, what is it that I want uh, behind the complaint? There is some kind of want, some unfulfilled desire. So we should express our desire in a way that inspires <laughs> and that is by saying i want that's beautiful i guess that uh connected with the next step which is vulnerability in order to share what you need uh mm -hmm. it requires a level of vulnerability right and there's a yeah. difference between saying oh i want this or hey i'm feeling this way and i uh, and this is my my inner world and expose yourself and your inner world with vulnerability and share your needs with vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
why don't you give me this when I need it? <laughs> That's very different, right? That vulnerability. It's, it's accusation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We need to, to avoid uh, accusations and complaints. It does not inspire our spouse. Mm. Yeah. And many times, uh, if we have enough self-care, we find a way to to solve problems. So how has been your experience leading these groups? What are you learning from the groups as well? Uh, and is there any inspiring testimony or experience that you would like to share with us? Yes. Uh, one very inspiring testimony for me is uh, one wife, they have not had sexual relationship for many, many years. But after studying the skills, they, she made an effort to be very relaxed and, and now they have sexual relationships again, which is uh, very good for the overall relationship also. Yeah. And uh, other examples of uh, wives. Yeah, especially I feel they are learning to be respectful to their husbands, what it means to be respectful and then naturally their relationship is more harmonious. Like just like you said, you actually understand very well about uh, the groups. I feel how they we share, like just with the young wives, uh, they encountered some things that were not revealed in the matching process. Mm. So and they have no no one to share it with. They don't want to share it with their family. Like one sister. She thought she is marrying a, a farmer in, she's getting blessed with a farmer in Korea, but it ends up he's only a worker and that, that doesn't have his own home and the financial situation is not so good. So she felt like through the translation, or somehow it was not totally honest. And, and then she doesn't want to share that with her family, but in our group, we keep everything confidential. So, uh, she's able to share her heart and I think ultimately it will help her to digest uh, uh, this kind of uh, grudge against her husband. But she, yeah, this is another thing. I encourage the sisters not to complain to the husbands, but they can share any kind of complaint in our group with the mm -hmm. other with the other wives. And we will not tell, uh, we will keep confidential what we hear and uh, yeah, just we help support each other emotionally this way. Mm -hmm. My another sister, her husband did not tell her that he's smoking. Only when they started family life together, she realized that that uh, he's smoking. So uh, yeah, and then hearing uh, different things that others are dealing with, it helps other sisters to uh, go deeper in the heart and to to forgive and to. Uh, to find a way, a way forward, and then uh, even with pornography, uh, one wife she was struggling a lot with that, but she gained a much more uh, respectful heart toward her husband and to support him, even though he he has a one problem with pornography, and uh, she focuses especially on on doing what her husband wants to do, to unite with him. Before she was very, 
doing so many conditions and, and having like her own schedule so much. She had no time to, to do things with her husband, but now she focuses a lot on uh, spending time with, with her husband and their relationship is becoming much closer uh, mm -hmm. in that way. Yeah, even I, th I think it saves many, many fights. Uh, there's much less fighting. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I joined a wife group when at the beginning of my, after I got blessed, a high new wife group. And it was really nice to have that space. And I think knowing that you're not the only one and knowing mm -hmm. that there are other cases, either worse or better, right? But just knowing other cases and learning from other cases because you learn from those experiences and you don't have to repeat them again, right? Yeah, so. I think there's a big value of groups and if there's anyone, any wife here right now, listen to us and you're looking for support, please contact uh, Teresia for she, I'm pretty sure she can know where, in which group to put you on. <laughs> yes. So I have a question for you, Teresia. Um, what, are there many people, there are many uh, men and women who are single, who are listening to this podcast, right? Uh, mm -hmm. What do you think as for a single woman who is looking for their matching or in the are in the matching process, what they could do to become a really good wife when they get blessed? That's a very good question. And actually, Laura Doyle, the first book she wrote was called The Surrendered Wife. And actually, it's my favorite book. I recommend it. But the title is very unappealing to many sisters and my husband also. But also she wrote another book called The Surrendered Singer. She is a, she is a Catholic woman. And so she believes in dating, uh, and which is not appropriate for our uh, Family Federation uh, scenario. So actually, in the moment, I'm in the process of typing the book for our own context. Oh. <laughs> Instead of dating, I put the matching process. So, and yeah, yeah since uh, uh, some time, I have a group for, uh, I called it at first, Surrendered Singles. But now that I'm rewriting the book and with the input of one of the sisters, actually a second gen, she said, let's call it the empowered single. So my, my rewrite of this is called the empowered single. So I have one group also, and they could join that group. I, I hold it at, uh, at 7.30 p.m. Philippine time. Uh, there's only one group uh, for surrendered singles. And it helps them a lot also in the matching process to be respectful and uh, not to be controlling and to be grateful, yeah, to be good receiver and uh, to learn to be vulnerable also, yes, and, and to do self-care. Yeah, it applies. Actually, these skills apply for, for the workplace also. It applies for in-laws. I apologized many times to the mother-in-law of my daughter. <laughs> I use this apology, yes, and... Uh, even uh, one time I also, I saw, I noticed my daughter, she is telling her husband how to fry the, the bratwurst. <laughs> and I said to her, oh, you're, you're telling your husband what to do. That is not, not 
correct is not good to do. And she is very vulnerable. Actually, she started crying when I corrected her like that. Uh, but automatically, from me uh, applying the skills, she also learns to apply the intimacy skills in her in her marriage. And uh, thank God they have very nice marriage. And it's also good, yeah, for the applying with the children. Before I started the intimacy skills with Laura Doyle in from the Empowered Wife, I was trying to learn from Craig Bear, Dr. Craig Bear, because he wrote a book uh, about marriage. And uh, but I find it more complicated, and I felt it's from a man's point of view. For me, as a sister, uh, Laura Doyle's way of uh, conveying the message is just perfect. And uh, yeah, on top of that, uh, Craig Bear was divorced himself. Then I uh, had a, like for a while, I tried to, to participate in their group. And it was a divorced lady who was like coaching me. And then she wanted to refer me to somebody from England who was also divorced. And I said, wow, I am getting scared. I don't want to get divorced. <laughs> so I I did not continue that. And then I found this empowered wife, which is really suited for us women, I feel. Mm. Nice. In the meantime, Greg Bear focuses on children, not mm. on, on marriage anymore. <laughs> uh, I noticed, yeah. Nice. Oh, very excited for those single people who start to prep, uh, apply um, and these points, right? That we receive a lot of comments from sisters that the men in our church or in our movement are very immature. <laughs> so I feel like we already seen that uh, we are having the, the same struggle of controlling uh, or just yeah or not be able to receive or be able to respect possible matching candidates right um because we see them for for their uh flaws right so i think that these skills could help a lot of sisters who are struggling or even are trying to find a match for uh to get blessed together right uh actually i'm a matching supporter so I, that's why I'm very motivated to have this empowered singles group to teach uh, the people I'm the matching support, the sisters I'm matching supporter for, uh, the skills. Uh, and it's really women who, ha who have the power to make the relationship good. Hmm. And in our family federation, we are very fortunate. Our brothers don't drink, don't smoke. And they know the fall of men. They really control. They are, they are not womanizers in, in general. And also they don't gamble. They, so they are good men. Actually, any of them is a good man. And mm -hmm. I believe we can make the relationship work with any good man. That's what Laura Doyle also uh, says in her book. Uh, and uh, that's why I I feel it gives me confidence to introduce sisters to to brothers. Uh, even though even nobody is perfect, and uh, there are and there are always ups and downs in every marriage. Also in my own marriage, there are still up, ups and downs. Even though I feel altogether it has uh, improved a lot, 
we can make any marriage work. Mm. Uh, as long as we want to. We, we women have that power. If we, we apply the skills, we can make it work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. My dad used to say, don't worry who you get married with. You you will make any person a king. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And uh, it makes me think about the power of women, right? Like we we have a lot of power as a woman. And that's why I believe we are controlling. But that's not the way of how changes happen and how that's our right. power should be done, right? Uh, it's through love. And yeah. love doesn't have control. So that's yes. why it's so difficult for us to practice it in the correct way. Yeah, it's uh, it, it takes some uh, getting used to, but actually many women, they feel even within two weeks already there's an improvement if wow. they <laughs> apply the skill, if they learn the skills. And usually they pick one they want to start with and focus on, really worth it to invest some, some time and the book is available on PDF. I think I sent you the PDF. Yes. Of the book, but uh, yeah, it's available on Amazon and uh, any kind of bookstore. Nice, yeah. so exciting. Uh, I have to finish the book now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. and Teresa, is there any last kind of comment, conclusion, advice for our audience about this topic? Trust your spouse that uh, he has the best interest in your mind and the way he does things uh, will work. <laughs> Great. Okay. Thank you so much. I think I, I learned so much for myself <laughs> and I will go now and give him a very big hug to my husband. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you. much for sharing this amazing, important information. And yeah, I hope to go even more deeper next time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I'm grateful to your husband for watching your son or daughter. I think <laughs> yeah. I you to do this interview <laughs> uh, yeah. at this time of the day. Thank you so much, Karina. It's a joy to talk with you. And I, I think you have a wonderful life. Oh, thank you. Thank you, everyone who listened to this, and see you next time. <laughs>